We got Hardy Munoz. We got Boston Boots. We got Amateur National Heather. And we got C-Class Riders swapping all over the place. A Pulp MX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things motocentric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Welcome in, everybody. Thank you for joining me, and thank you for downloading this episode and, of course, subscribing to this show. I know you have a lot of podcast choices out there, but I appreciate you listening to this one. This is the one and only Rocky Mountain ATV MC.com. Kiefer Tested Podcast, presented by Fly Racing and Racetech. I got my good pal, my good old buddy right here, my son Aiden. Hi, Aiden. Hi, Dad. Could you do my Rocky Mountain read? Do you even know what my Rocky Mountain read is? I only know a couple of them. Go ahead. Fly Racing, Racetech. No, the the Rocky Mountain read, son. Oh. Oh. No, I don't. I don't know it. All right, RockyMountainATVMC.com is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs, and street bikes, low prices, unparalleled customer service, and free three-day shipping over 75 bucks. It is so easy to see why RockyMountainATVMC.com is the one-stop shop out there to get all of your shopping done for your dirt bikes, quads, ATVs, whatever. Go over there. But first, do you know what they should do, Aiden? They should go subscribe. They should go to keyforinktesting.com, click on the Rocky Mountain banner, and do your shopping after that because what that does, it helps us on the back end. It lets them know that you're listening to this podcast, and it gives us a snippet of what you're purchasing. So thank you for those people out there that are doing that. It's working. These guys are pumped. So let's continue it. Let's go, and hopefully we'll get a discount code, and uh, we'll make everybody happy that way, right? Cheaper pricing. You like oh you're yawning. Shocking that you're you're tired. Okay. Uh Racetech, Racetech.com. Get your suspension. Dude, just get your suspension like rebuilt. Seals, bushings, oil. It helps your bike tremendously. I'm about due for some suspension service on my Yamaha four fifty. And it needs, it's about 20 hours old and it's breaking down, it's soft. Go to racetech.com, look and see what their services are. They do it all. Engine. Vintage bikes, suspension, gold valves. Email me, chris at keferinktesting.com, and I can get you a discount code through Chris Riesenberg over there at Racetech. He's a good dude. He's promoting races, man. He's all over the place. Suspension, racing. He has a Honda. I like his style. He actually just bought a house with his chick. That's awesome. Very cool stuff. And last but not least, Aiden. I don't know. Oh, my God. This is going to be a great podcast. I don't know. What gear do we wear, Aiden? Fly Racing. Flyracing.com, Jason Thomas, Max Steffens, so many good people over there at WPS. Go to flyracing.com, and oh, man, oh, man, we can't talk about it. We can't talk about it, so don't blow this, Aiden, but Aiden and I saw the 21 gear, and it's awesome. I can't can't wait to wear it at Loretta's. We're going to wear it at Loretta's. We're not going to have the same gear. We might have a couple sets that are the same. We might. I but think, yep. it comes out July 31. So you guys can go get yours over at flyracing.com. 
you guys are going to be mind-blown on some of the changes that are made. So I'm really looking forward to uh, you guys wearing the new gear and for us to wear them over at Loretta Lens. And this is what this podcast is a little about. It's a little bit about Loretta Lens, our Washougal trip, what we're riding, and it's a mashup of other things as well, like the 2021 KX450, the KX250, and Aiden. They even have cross-country off-road versions now. Kawasaki. Really? You know who's excited about that? Who's excited? Michael Michael Allen. Called it. I called it. Yep. Michael Allen is excited, my off-road test guy. So we're going to talk about that, maybe even bring mom in this podcast as well. This is a mashup pod. I'm going to bring in all different kinds of angles in this episode. Okay? Okay. But first things first, you're in here. You're in the studio. Of course, you're tired. You're yawning. You had a long day on the track. And it's hot. It's very hot. Yeah. So as you guys know, you guys probably already know from the latest um, episode of Pulp MX, I had to go to Washougal because this dude right here screwed me. He crashed while trying to go for the lead instead of just qualifying out of Fox Raceway. And we had to go to Washougal because Mama Bear, a.k.a. ANH, Amateur National Heather, wanted Aiden to go to qualify through Washougal. So I raced last weekend at some vet race. Swap Moto had a vet race. I did that. You were my pit guy. I appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome. And we, after that, we left Wednesday to go up to Washougal and uh, to do a little Loretta Lynn qualifier that we shouldn't really had to go to. It was worth it, though. It was worth it. <sighs> so, uh... You know you had fun. It don't, was a good time. So that look. So, what we did, so we left Wednesday morning i wanted to leave a little bit early and get there and basically just ride a day with you thursday so we did that we went to gray's harbor ohv and that's villos track uh, i have a buddy that lives up in chehalis we stayed with him and it's only about a 45 minute drive to go there so aiden and i kind of just got a little bit loosened up went to gray's harbor that was a fun track it, it was fun but i just want to let you guys know one thing okay not even halfway into the drive we're not even probably 10 minutes from the house Mom tells me. Uh-huh. I think I think Dad might go back. I think he might go back, everyone. <laughs> well, as you guys know, listening, okay, I, I wasn't happy about going. Look, I love you. I love you very much. But the thought of driving to Washougal, still having to work, because unlike Mom's job, I have to still put up content. So I had to front load a lot of my testing before I left, right? So I got some content up. It's just a lot for me. So maybe that's why, if you if you kids are listening to this podcast, maybe that's why your parents are, are a little moody at times because they got a lot on their plate. So I have a lot on my plate, and it's nice to know that you can help me. You know, I don't have to tell you what to do. That brings me to a point. Man, we go off, off the rails on this pod, but I don't know about you guys out there listening. If you're a parent, are you guys into um, publicly parenting? That's what I call it. So I have to parent Aiden every day, as you guys well know if you have a kid. Aiden parent me today. Not yet. Not well, yet. Uh, it's, the day's not over yet, son. Still got a couple more hours. So I parent Aiden in front of other people. So if Aiden does something really dumb, I'm not scared just to rip his ass right in front of people. So that way he gets it. It might embarrass him a little bit, but hey, he's going to understand it. So I don't know where you guys are at with that, you know, so... Email me, chris at keyforinktesting.com. Tell me a story. Tell me if you guys are into that kind of thing. But 
I was driving up there, and he's right. I was maybe 30, 40 minutes in this drive, and I was just like, oh, my God, this is going to suck. This is a long drive. 16-hour drive. He was very moody half the way. Yeah. So we drive up there. We get up there. We rode Gray's Harbor on Thursday. Uh, I rode my YZ450F. We have Aiden YZ125 and CRF250R, which we will talk about at the end of this of why you chose those bikes. But I had him ride his four-stroke at Gray's Harbor. And just to kind of get shaken down, you know, get him loosened up. So that way, when he goes into Friday's practice at Washougal, he kind of knows how the dirt is up there. Because if you guys are from the, you know, the Pacific Northwest, you guys know you guys have pretty slick conditions. You have good clay-based, tacky stuff on top. And as soon as it goes away, it's that that hard-packed, slick, almost rock surface underneath. That's kind of what Gray's Harbor was like. Had good fluffy berms on the outside, but the insides were... Not so good. Yeah, so they're a little bit ruddy and rocky and slick. So we went there, had a good time. A lot of cool people up in the Pacific Northwest. A lot of people came up to us and talked about the show. Um, the guy who ran Gray's Harbor, very nice guy. Man, it was uh, it's a very different vibe from up you know over here in Southern California. I like that a lot. So I'm down to talk to people. I like uh, learning things about them and their facilities. And Gray's Harbor is pretty. Lots of trees up there. I don't think Aiden's ever been around so many trees when he's riding so um are you awake are we good yes i'm awake okay just didn't know what you what we're doing here you're all set up yes okay all right so we roll into friday this is what this podcast is about aiden we're going to talk to him about our weekend your weekend friday rolls around tell me about your friday practice let's let's see how you can do here so i'm feeling really confident going into friday practice you know why are you confident going into friday practice because the people kept saying the track was super slick, and when I saw it in the morning, I was like, oh, it doesn't look that slick. It looks sick. Like, the dirt looked really good. I go up, I line up on the starting line, you know, get ready to I guess practice. we should say what we entered, entered you in. Okay, yeah. So he already qualified in 250C, 12 to 17 limited at a, at a Fox Raceway. So we signed him up for, obviously, 125C that he didn't he missed, and then I signed him up for... Uh, 250C Limited, right? Yes. And just in case for a backup, I didn't want to go all the way up there and say, oh, something happened to his Yamaha, and now we're screwed. So he rode a backup class. So anyway, sorry sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. So any Friday practice? So yeah, I line up on the line, getting ready. We're doing my whole shot device, getting ready to do a practice start, getting ready to go out for practice. And I went around the first corner, and you know that feeling after, like, you're riding State Fair or Milestone or Paris? Well, rest in peace, Milestone. But when you're riding those tracks and after they would water and be super slippery, that's what it would be like the whole time. And then there's this one, uh, these two corners especially, these S corners after this uh, step down. Yep. And it was super slippery. Like, I can barely ride. Okay, so that was on your 250 first, correct? Correct. So let me let me before we uh keep going with this, let me talk to you about sign up. I had every intention to sign up in a class and race because I just hate sitting around. I'm bored, right? So I go to sign up, or Heather and I do, and it is a shit show. There's a line all the way down to hell. There's a line on the other side, there's a different line for the transponders. People are freaking out because there's two different lines. You have to have certain sheets. There's not a lot of guidance or or notion what to do. Like, I signed up. I pre-entered online. I thought, okay, just like Fox Raceway, I pre-entered. I, I, stand, I stood in line, filled out one sheet. They're like, okay, you want a transponder? Yep, okay, da-da-da, and it was done. 
unlike Fox Raceway, which I was shocked, I thought it would be more organized up north. It wasn't. It was worse. The ladies really tried hard, and Ryan Huffman, I'm sure, um, didn't know as many people were coming, but, man, there was a crap ton of people. There was, like, maybe anywhere between 1,000 to 1,200 people, you know, in total at Washougal. So they had more people sign up than they originally had planned, which was good. But the pre-entry line was longer than the post-entry line, and then they ran out of transponders. So that lit up A&H. So A&H is already fired up. It's Friday morning. She can't get a transponder. They told her to come back Saturday morning at 6 a.m. I'm hearing about it. So as this is going on, I'm standing in line. I'm going. I finally get up to the front, uh, and the lady goes, "Okay, it's going to be fifty dollars each class." I go, "Oh, it, I already pre-entered." She's like, "Yeah, that's the MX Sports fee, but it's fifty dollars for Washougal fee per class, so it was a hundred bucks extra." I'm like, "Okay, didn't know that. Not a big deal." Go to give her my card. Oh, we do not accept credit cards. Hmm. Copy that. ATM next to us. Oh, that ATM doesn't work. So by now, I'm 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 more calm than Heather. I'm not as vocal when I'm mad. I'm not going to yell at some lady because she's just doing her job, and she probably got a bunch of dickheads bitching at her the whole day anyway, right? So I don't want to be that guy. But my wife. I got to rein her back a little bit because she will spike out and not maliciously at the lady, but just like, what the fuck? Sorry, Aiden. What's going on? Like, why isn't this? There's not a sign. There's nothing. We don't know. There's people freaking out in line. What do you mean I have to pay 50 bucks? What do you mean you can't take my card? I don't have any cash. What am I going to do? I'm going to miss practice. It was just a big chaos. And I was like, you know what? Forget it. I don't need to race. I'm going to spend my time on a mini dad with Aiden, which you said you like better for some reason. I, I did like it better. Why do you like that? Because then you get to watch me more. I watch you. Well, well, when we're riding, you don't see me always on the track. The only time you see me is when you're lapping me. Look, at Fox Raceway when I raced, I watched you the whole time when I raced. Yeah, yeah, I know that. But, like, just in general, I liked it better because you get to watch me more. And, yes, at Fox Raceway, you did watch me, but you get to watch me more without writing, and you get to focus on me. I focus on you regardless. I mean, most of this is all about you, and when we go together, it's more about you than me, obviously, right? Yes. Okay. So, anyway, that's my little spiel about the sign-up. I'm sure the Washougal people and Ryan tried to do a good job, but it wasn't as good. It wasn't as well-ran as Myron. You know, I know some of you guys... Don't really care for that guy, but he ran a pretty tight ship at Fox Fox Raceway. Yes, we had some red flags at Fox Raceway, and it didn't run smoothly. I will give the Washougal people credit. The races went off very well. Like, click, click, click. It was good. When someone did get hurt, they managed to get them off the track and run the next races. Right? Like, and not, yeah, and not really many people got hurt either. No, and then, yeah, for I think it's because the track was so slick. People probably. were probably timid. So anyway, you rode your first practice on the 250 Honda. You're like, okay, I got a little taste of what it's about. It's slick. We moved on to the 125. How was that? I moved on to that, and I just I couldn't find a flow through the whole track because it was still slippery. You sucked in the whoops. I sucked in the whoops so bad. Yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't. Friday wasn't good. No, Friday did not go so well. It was not in my favor. Yeah, so mom was stressing out. She was talking to me. And this is A&H, right? This is to me something you don't know about because I don't tell you about it on race day. But 
Mom comes up to me. Do you need to talk to him? Do you need to talk to him about the whoops? I'm I'm on it, Heather. Don't worry. I'll talk to him about it. Okay. Uh, how many times did mom come over and ask if your gas was on? Probably the entire day. Every five minutes. Aiden, is your gas on? Aiden, your she gas on? She walked over. Is, is his gas on? Literally, sun, not to jump ahead, but Sunday morning, I'm, pr- I'm checking your tire pressure, your spokes, blah, blah, blah. Hey, should I turn this gas on right now so it's just so it's on? I'm like, look, I've been doing this a minute. I'm pretty sure I will turn his gas on. And then she goes to your Honda. Should I turn his Honda gas on? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, she did it. Oh yeah. So I was like, oh boy, A and H. So poor Heather. She means well. She loves you so much, dude. And like, she just wants you to see you do good. But it, it's a different level. Can I turn your gas on? She's on a different Honda. level when it comes to race day, man. So. Anyway, Friday practice was a little rough. You got the hang of it. Um, you're a smooth rider. A lot of people came up to me and, and told me how, how good te- how good of a technique you have. You stand up a lot. So I felt pretty confident going. Not as confident as I saw you ride at Fox Raceway, and I was like, oh, we're, we're good. While Shugel, I was like, eh, it's going to be tough. It's on, the, it's, on the, it's on the cusp. Yeah, you're on the cusp. So Saturday morning, we wake up. We get there early. We had we got a hotel near Washougal, and let me just tell you the drive into Washougal is awesome. If you guys haven't been to Washougal, which there is a Oregon Oldtimers dot com race there this weekend, and you know what? We had five guys listening to this damn podcast that are racing it, and I paid their entries, Aiden. That's awesome. So those guys, if you guys listen to the commercials, you would have you would have heard this. The first five guys that signed up that listened to this podcast mentioned my name and emailed me. I paid your entry. So I got five entries paid for, OregonOldTimers.com. Check them out. They're going to Washougal this weekend, two-day races. Long motos, Aiden, and they're coming to Glen Helen. We're racing that too, by the way. Let's go. So listen to the commercials, people. Um, Saturday morning came, beautiful. There's rivers everywhere, overcast every morning. It's not sunny right away. Uh, We get there. We notice that we are moto. What motos were we? 20, 20, 20, well, my 250 motor that I had. Well, Saturday had a, it was different, but. Yeah. Well, yeah, tell them about 250, how many yeah, people Yeah, my class. 250 motor had more than 40 kids, so they had to split my 250 motor up into heats, and then they were taking the top 16 guys out of both heats, and whoever didn't, like, make the top 16 went to, like, an LCQ, and I think they did, like, the same thing Supercross does, like, took four, I right, think. Right, so. There was 53 kids in Aiden's 250C Limited class, which is awesome, man. And to see how many people are racing, I love it. It's cool. Even in the senior class, there was 20-some dudes in the senior class, and there was only like 12 at Fox Raceway. So even the older guys are getting in on it. Very cool. But So what they did, they they split it into divisions, Division One, Division Two. You were in Division One, and your, your 250 moto was first, so you had to qualify six, you know, up to 16. They took 16 and took it in the main event for Sunday. They called it the main event. Main event. And I will tell you about the scoring after the after we get through this. The but, scoring wasn't so good. So we line up. Aiden, you got a – dude, we got good gate picks. Dude, we – We never. We never get good gate picks. In the first two motos in my 125 and my 250, we probably got like fourth gate pick. Yeah, so we got a good pick, gate pick. Actually, it was cool. Ben LeMay – uh, hit me up on a direct message and say, hey, Keith, here's why I started the National. Outside is pretty good because you can hold it on longer. So we started to the right of the box all weekend. Yeah. 
So thank you, Ben. I appreciate thank that. Thank you, Ben. That's pretty cool. And um, so you were about six six over from the from the box. Yeah. And you're Saturday. You were pretty loose. You're you're pretty loose. We I was joked feeling, around. I was feeling better. Yeah. And uh, I feel like we were in a good position. So second gear starts on the Honda. You're in map one. You're a map one kind of guy. I told him to stick in map one on his Honda. Of course, it's stock. He has a bone stock Honda 250R. And um, I'm going to talk about what we use for tires and stuff after this. But tell me about your start. I ripped the fattest hole shot of my life. How does it feel like when you rip a holey? It feels so good. But when I'm racing, I like I can't really smile because like, I'm in the zone. Right. Yeah, so I ripped a hole shot. Was leading first lap, and by the way, my our races were at like two, two or three, right? Yeah, we waited all day. Yeah, so it's about day. amateur nationals, man. You practice seven thirty, eight o'clock, and then you're waiting all day. Aiden didn't ride till two thirty, so I was uh, riding around the pits and on a bicycle all day watching. Which we got to rein back a little bit. I feel like you're gonna burn a lot of energy. Yeah, so we got to focus in on on really focusing <laughs> on chilling. So yeah, I led first lap. I come on the finish line. I just let you know, the whoops! I killed the whoops first lap. Stop it! I went triple, triple, and I skinned the last. Stop it! I, I killed it. You did not. I killed it. it! I killed it! Don't yell in the mic. People and then I went over the up. finish line. I went over this long left, like straight, like sweeper. Yeah. Then there's this right hand. You can go inside over a roller or outside. I went outside just to chill, make sure like there was no like ruts crossing each other from the inside. Just to make sure. I'll go over the outside and the front end just washes. So I'm stoked. Okay, so I'm going to give you a snippet of what I do. I ride my mountain bike up. I get in ready. I pack the shit out of his gate. I do a really good job. My routine is to, okay, love you, blah, blah, blah. We need, I bail. I go around the fence. I go down halfway to the start line. I watch Aiden start, and then I mosey down to the pit area or the, the mechanics area. So I see him rip a hole shot. He goes up horsepower hill, which is cool, by the way. Um... In the lead. By the time he gets to the whoops and to the green flag, he has about three seconds on second. So I'm like, oh, we're good. Like, no problem. And then I lose him, right, because he goes down the other side. And then I see the first place guy come up, not Aiden. Second black, second place guy come up, not Aiden. And then I see a caution flag out in the back. <sighs> not, not stoked. I'm not pissed. I was like, you just I'm bummed for you because you always ruin great opportunities. So we, since we are a transparent podcast here, I told Aiden we need to work on his mental toughness and mental um, focus. I feel like when he's leading, he is either a nervous, and maybe you can you can talk about this. I don't know. Either get, a nervous, a tight, or yeah. you are thinking about other shit. I get I get a little tight. I'm not gonna lie. When I'm in first, what are you worried about when you're up front? Like you control the race. Let them set the tone. Like guys behind me taking me out and stuff. Dude, you there was no one behind you. I didn't know that. Did you notice that when you fell? Like it took a, a second. No, or two as to... soon as I fell, the bike flipped in the other way, and as soon as I fell, everyone was just coming over the finish line. I was like, no. So anyway, Aiden falls. I see him. I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh boy. Here and the we bike go. wouldn't start. Like, I would pull in the clutch and go to hit the electric start button. I, I was sitting there for probably five minutes just trying to start this thing. Well, as you guys know that ride a Honda, you pull in the clutch and hit the electric start, there is a little bit of a drag in that, right? So he has to know either A, keep 
you know, pushing that button and hold that clutch in or just simply put it in neutral, you know, to make your life easier. And if you can, if you're on the bike, give yourself a little push so it's maybe rolling a little bit and then pull the clutch in and then start it and that will help the drag and that will get you going. So FYI, okay? Okay. So anyway, tell us the rest about your moto, what happened here. So I feel like the most times where I start to push myself is when, like, I'm deep in the pack. So... I pushed myself. I got ninth in my 250 moto, which is pretty good out of, what, a full gate? No, it was split. So it was like 27, 28 people. Which is pretty good for me. And then my 125 moto comes around. So anyway, you qualified for the main for Sunday. Yes, I qualified that, yes. So 125 moto is maybe an hour later? Probably, yeah, probably an hour later. So we're racing at four or something. Yep. Okay. Track is hammered, but it, I like it that way because everyone slows down. So, one twenty-five race, we get another good pick. Oh, we got the best pick. We, we pull got. up, and by this time, amateur national Heather has been roaming around. She, she proceeded to text me or try to call me while you were you were racing the first moto in the in the two fifty class on my cell phone, calling me, blowing me up during the race, and I'm like, I didn't answer it. I'm like, I don't know what you want. I see what's going on. I'm good. That's your mother. Just tweaking out about around the pits. 125 race. We Mom does not come up to the starting line with us. She does her own thing, right? Yeah, she didn't come up to the starting line the whole time probably. No, which it's actually worked out okay. I, was fine I think with she it. calmed her down a little bit. She's not around all the bikes. She doesn't get nervous. Hold on. Go ahead. Real quick, though, all my motos, I can hear her everywhere. You could? Everywhere. Really? Yes. She was screaming so loud. That's like, good. I would come over the wall, yeah. and I hear her go, Go, Aiden! Aiden, go! That's cool. That's cool. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, you take it. So, all right, 125 moto. Second gear starts. Works connection. Whole shot device. That's what we're running with, right? And we nailed it one time. We nailed it. Oh, speaking of whole shot devices, practice day on Friday. There's this kid on – I'm watching this kid on 85 – Trying to set his whole shot device himself. Okay. And then by himself, dude, he wasn't no one there. By himself, no one was there. And then it, there's this dude right next to him. Was like, let me try to set it. I'm watching this go down. They're struggling <laughs> so hard. Yes. So I walk over to him, like, let me set your whole shot device. One, two, three, blam, get it first try. The dude's like, oh man. Drop the mic and just, just drop the mic and just walked away. Poor kid. Did he say thank you? Yeah, he did. No, that's cool. Um, uh, let's talk about the 125 moto. Okay, so I got good start again. Good start again. Third place start. Yep, you're uh, very you're you're good on the starts. Can can you can you just tell the listeners what I told you on the starting line and what to do and how good it worked? He told me to shift, so like it was kind of like a uphill. It's like, like a little rise, little rise, and then it'll drop down. And he told me to shift right before it got to the rise, and I shifted right before, and and it. It pulled. Killed. It killed everyone. He would like maybe not have the best jump, but then he would shift in both classes, two fifty and one twenty five, and he would just go brrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
So, I passed the kids back. There's just one kid that was ripping. He ended up winning, so... 47? 47. What was on, his name? On, I don't know. He's 47 on a Yamaha. He ended up winning. He's Kelly. Kelly kid. I don't know him. Yeah, though. I think so. Sorry, I don't know your name, bud, but he's a Cali kid, number 47, <laughs> on a Yamaha. So, yeah, uh, we basically, top four dudes that were up front, probably. Yeah, top four guys, you got a little bit of spacing. Yeah. So, I basically, I just rode in fourth the whole time, trying not to push myself so I don't crash, make the same mistake I did, like at Paula. So, you, you rode good, you got fourth. I wish you would have pushed a little bit. Aiden is, uh, I'm trying to teach him. What he's doing with these these regionals is doing um i'm saying just doing something to get by to qualify and i don't know where i'm at with that if i like that or not because it's teaching you to to settle but I, i'm okay with it right now because it gets you in and you're in i don't like you looking back don't mean to be michael essie and look back okay you need to look forward uh don't worry about the dude behind you if he's faster he'll find a way around you i mean there's certain certain times you need to look back when you're racing in case Vince Freezy's behind you or something. You want to make sure you're not going to get blasted. But I think you're good enough now to kind of feel when the pressure is on what side, okay? So what I really want you to do, and then people at home listening to for their children, is I want you to try all the way through, no matter what. Try to the checkers. That's it. That's all I want you to do. And then no matter what you finish, is I'll be happy with. That's it. So Aiden looked back a couple times. He knew he was in fourth. He knew he had a gap. He kind of just chilled out, which... Like I said, I can't hate on it right now. But if you do that Loretta's, I'm going to spike out. When we go to Loretta's, it's game on, right? Yes. I understand. Like, we have to have three motos. we got to be consistent. But we got to push as much as we can until late in the motos. And if you're in fifth and you got a huge gap and the fourth's way up there, I understand it. But if you have a dude that's in front of you and you chill, I'm going to be mad. Copy? Copy. Okay. So fourth place. So he got a... a he had a win, blew that, got a ninth, got a fourth. So 125 was looking good. We didn't really care about the 250 class. I guess in hindsight, I, I should have cared about it because it would have been nice to keep you on one brand of bike instead of a two-stroke and a four-stroke because I've watched you ride. Other people watched you ride. You ride better on a four-stroke. So I think that would have been suited you better. So Saturday went well. We got out of there and uh, had fireworks. A bunch of people were doing fireworks that night. That was cool. Fourth of July in Washington's very cool. There's a lot going on. People are uh, celebrating it. A lot of, a lot of patriotism in Washington. So it was it was cool to see. Sunday morning we woke up and we were a little bit earlier in the motos. The again the mud was real in the morning. Scraping that. They only they only made us do one parade lap like they did at Paula for practice. Yeah. So. The mud, though, scraping that thing is tough. We didn't wash the bikes at all. No, we ran it. Uh, oh, a lot and, of people, and I had dirty gear the whole weekend. Yeah, you only brought two sets. That's dumb. Yeah, I didn't know I was going to need that many. I mean, you're riding four motos. You'd think you would kind of at least bring three, right? Yeah. So, anyway. Um, first moto came up, 250 class. The main event, you had, I don't know, 19th pick. We still got a decent pick on the right. We were down farther, maybe 12, 13 down on the right of the box. Jump wasn't as good in the in that first moto. Or I'm sorry, the second moto, the main event. But what saved me is I had a cheater line. Well let's call start. it a, let's let's call it a creative line. Creative it wasn't really a, che- a cheater line. He he rode right on top of the a Cherby's markers, right? Yes. 
So when he's in bunched up in that first corner and make that left, he kind of goes to the right and he basically riding right over the Cherubis markers, which is still on the track, but you're right on the edge of the track. I wouldn't really consider it a cheater line, but it was creative. I appreciate it. Very Porcel-like, I would say. Do you know who Porcel is? Christophe Porcel. Okay. Anyway, keep going. Tell us about your moto. So, yeah, uh, basically, the mainly the main time I push is probably when I'm in, like, 10th. So I probably got, like, a 10th place start. I try to push myself as hard as I can. I had the sickest pass one time. It was in the back over the road jump. Kid went outside. I went inside and just laid it over on the inside and then scrubbed it right past him. It was sick. Was it? Yeah, it was so sick. And then basically all my passes were made. I basically got better in the whoops before the finish line the whole weekend. Like I started to figure out what to do in them. So... Everyone was going outside trying to triple, so I was going inside, going double-double, and then tripling, tripling, and then skimming out was where I made all my passes, basically. Mm-hmm. So I passed it, probably nine kids and got second in 250 moto, which was really good. I started to catch first. Yeah, you did. You had a, you, So your laps in the middle of the race, it was only a five-lap race, um, but the lap three and four were really good. Your fastest are in, in that area. So... He had a little bit of a lead, so he might have been chilling out a little bit. But nonetheless, you pushed. I liked it. You wrote good. He got second, so he went 9-2. So how they score this when you have a divisions and you have a main event is they will – Division one and Division two all sh- you know share scores. So you got a ninth. The other kid in Division two got a ninth. He's still running with a nine. And then it all goes – everyone goes down the second moto, and everyone will have a different score. So Aiden went 9-2. And only got him seventh. If it was only, you know, a full gate and you had Moto One and Moto Two and combined a nine two, I think it would have got you like a fifth or a fourth. But since there's doubled up on the numbers, you're not gonna go down as far as you would want to. So at seventh, I didn't qualify him in that. But you learned your lesson, man. Like you can't screw up. That you probably would have won that moto and you would have went uh one two. And would have got second, second overall. Right. And then we could have maybe just rode a Honda correct yeah and the way that i rode that moto i was kind of guessing myself like if i qualify in this moto let's just ride 250s at loretta's right i feel like that would have been good because you would have been you're good on a 254 stroke only 120 pounds but i still feel like you 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 rode good on that bike nonetheless very proud of you you did good that bike did you well um the reasons why i'm going to tell you why we picked the honda i let aiden ride the yz250f last week thinking that, okay, we're going to be uniform, just be all on Yamaha, because I'm going to write an article about the regionals and leading to Loretta's and being a parent that rides and races with this child and how much money it is. And it's going to be a whole feature story in Racer X um, in magazine. So if you guys don't subscribe, do that. It's going to be a cool article, maybe a little bit different than your normal article, um, because as you guys know, I'll probably keep it real, and hopefully they don't edit it out. (laughs) Um, So for me... We picked the Honda because Aiden is 120 pounds. It's easy for him to ride. It doesn't have the most hit off the bottom, and he can manage it well. That is the reasons why we chose it. I got a lot of people come to me at the start line going, why would you choose the Honda for Aiden? Why not a Yamaha? Well, the Yamaha is better for me because it has torque, and I can lug it, and it's, it's really fast down low, but that's not good for your skinny ass, right? It might tire you out more, and you can't corner it as well. So 
I gave you the option. I told you, whatever you want to do, I'm down with. You you said I want to ride the Honda. Uh, yep, I chose the Honda. So ride red for you on the 250 class. So that is the reason why we chose that. Talk about Moto2 and the 125 class. And let's talk about your nerves. A lot of people can relate to nerves, Aiden, that listen to this podcast, that race. <clears throat> I still get nervous. Uh, I still get nervous on the line. That way, that lets you know that everything is firing. All your senses are heightened. You're ready to go. Like To me, that's nerves because you, you, you're trying to foresee what's going to happen in the moto, and you have these, these nerves, and it's funny. Like when the gate drops, is it all gone? Yeah, it's crazy. As soon as like the, the thirty second board starts to stay low, I it like they all go away. It's all that gone, right? It's all gone. But you're a little you're more quiet. You're quieter on Sunday than uh, you were on Saturday. The most quiet I was 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 right before my two fifty moto because that was our backup class and I needed to do good in that moto just in case something happened in my one twenty five moto. Right. So that way I won't be riding one class at Loretta's. There was a dude packing his gate next to you for his homie that was packing it really good. That was that dude he was, was strong. He and was, you were busting his balls. I thought that was funny. It was funny, yeah. The kid was like literally doing a hell of a job for his buddy in Aiden's two fifty C class and we're like, dude, if you don't get a whole shot, I I'd hate to be you because your buddy's one twenty five motor actually. Oh, was it? Yeah. Homeboy's the, working hard. The kid the kid pulled whole shot one. I'll give it to oh, him. Oh, he did? That's the he kid? He pulled the whole shot and won. That's the kid? That's the kid. Oh, well, props to that kid, dude. That's awesome. Good whole shot. I bet, hey, is the mechanic kid? I bet she was so fired up that he pulled whole shot. The mechanic kid was probably more happy yeah. than the kid that won. Oh, that's cool. That's a cool feeling. Um. So anyway, 125 race. <laughs> Tell me about that race. Okay. So same thing. I didn't really get a good start in that one, probably. Eh. Top 10. I used my Porcel Lime mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. That got me really good. So what'd you, where were you up going up uh, Horsepower Hill? Five, five, six, seven? Five, six. I got passed, so probably seven, six, okay. probably. And I passed everyone after Horsepower Hill. Then some kid crashed in front of me, which was super sketchy. And I was in second. And the two kids behind me were the kids that went one, two in first moto. So I was a little nervous about that. Right. And they ended up passing me. And you were in fourth. Yeah. And then... It, the fifth it, was on you, dude. Fifth was on me. I, I was like, I was stressed, and I was like, oh, boy, here we go. I go, in my mind, my exact words, well, you better get mentally tough right now because if we're racing. So if it's a five-lap race, you've got a five-lap battle coming for you because fifth was on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't know. Whatever happened to fifth? I think he went down. Yeah, he, he he was gone. Yeah, we were gone. We basically top four guys. Top four were, or five guys were gone. Yeah, first lap probably. So Aiden's in Aiden's in fourth, and all of a sudden Aiden comes around in second, and I'm like, yeah, what the, the heck just happened? The two kids it crashed, so it was just the kid that pulled whole shot in me, and, and then the kid that so they must have just fell over because all four of you yeah, guys are still the close. Kid, the kid that won first moto fell over before the triple. Okay. And then the kid in second crashed in the back oh, after the road jump. I passed him over that. So, basically, it was just me and first. And I could have caught first, but I wasn't feeling like pushing it. And right when... Right when you said that, those two creep back up on you. Yeah. Well. So then the, there's a four-battle a four way for the lead. And I'm like, oh my god, Aiden's gonna lose his mind. Like, 
because I can just see it like, okay, you're pushing. Should I should I try to win? Should I not try to win? Or, you know, it's a tough decision to be in, right? Yeah, so the kid that was in third passed me, but the kid in fourth, I think he, like, mellowed out and knew, like... No, he was up your ass for a while, but he messed up the last lap and messed up the triple, and he didn't do it, and that's what made you pull out a little bit. And then Joe was saying I had really good lines in the back. So Joe Aloff, you guys know from Racing Supercross, Subway, Honda. He's one of our good buddies. His family went up there to race, too, for his son, Liam. Liam didn't make it. He's doing better, he though. He killed it, though. He killed it. Yeah, we, we kind of already knew that he wasn't going to make it, but he did better than expected. So next year, he probably should make it. So it's cool to see all of us ex-racer dudes, especially Joe and his family. Their kids are racing. It's pretty fun. So I'm going to try to get Joe to race next year at Loretta's because he's lagging right now. So that'll be fun. So you went 4-3 in the 125 class, got you third overall. You got your ticket. I did get my ticket. So 125 Yamaha, the reasons why we chose that bike versus the KTM. It was, suspension on it is way better when in rough stuff. Yeah, so Aiden can point that Yamaha around the rough stuff. You can stand up good. The fork, dude, we ran completely stock suspension, and it – it seems to be it fine. It was money. It was fine. I feel like it's it's plush enough. It works good. It's planted. The KTM's air fork's a little bit harsh feeling. Although the KTM is faster, the Yamaha is still pretty damn good. And I think you can ride it better. It has more bottom end than the KTM for sure. So what we're doing, we're giving uh, this YZ125 to Chad at XPR. I trust Chad. There's only two guys I trust, Jamie at Twisted and Chad at XPR. Both of those guys are really solid human beings and do good work. Chad uh, has been working with me on ECU stuff as well as Jamie, but um, I gave the YZ125 to Chad at XPR, so he's going to do – in the 125C class, you can mod it. So we're going to do a head, a cylinder, a piston, and we're going to – Put a vortex on it. No, we're not going to do that. Not we're going to leave a stock stock uh, CDI unit on there. We don't need to go crazy. So – we're going to build it up a little bit, not too much to where he's going to get tired because obviously you guys know Loretta Lens is tight, doesn't flow, choppy, rough, ruddy. You don't need something that's going to rip your arms off. You need to get a good start and then manage for 15 minutes for you in the 125C class since your 15-minute moto. So that was pretty much our races at Washougal. Um, the track like itself, it's, it's, it's a beautiful track, a little bit deceiving. Uh, cool to see a bunch of people out, you know, riding and racing and celebrating America's birthday. I thought that was really cool. Um, I got a good vibe up there. Mom, oh boy, A and H. Mom was something else that week. A and H is uh, she really just pampers you, dude. She's just like, yeah, hi baby, good job, baby. Hi. I'm so proud of you, uh, baby. She's excited, dude. She was actually stoked. I haven't seen mom that stoked. In a long time. Like, dude, honestly, I'm telling you right now. I don't know if she's going to listen to this or not. She doesn't get that stoked when I do good. She's stoked on you. That's cool. That I mean, you're her baby, right? So Yeah. It, it, it's cool to see. She is gnarly. She's very aggressive. She's a very loving woman. But holy crap, man. Whew, she can light it up. And when Aiden, <laughs> I joked with mom in this whole thing. I said, oh, he hit those, he hit those markers on the start. Because the live timing wasn't up or the overall scores went up. How come the scores aren't up? How come the scores aren't up? And Grandma is back here at home watching the live timing. What, what, 
it says Aiden's back to 16th. What happened? I go, that's just screwed up. The, oh, And then so mom is stressing out. It's compounding her, and she's looking up the overall results. It's not up yet. She's freaking out. So, of course, me being me, I I jab a little bit. I go, eh, he might have got DQ'd for uh, getting on those markers. They might have saw and DQ'd him. And she was like, what the F? I got. I want to go talk to them. I go, oh, I'm just kidding. Relax. Like, she's, she's gnarly. See, uh... She did a good job on your goggles? She did a good job, yep. Okay. Any, she, anything else that mom did that you thought was, was funny? Whew. What whole about? Week, the whole weekend was just funny. Um, oh, um, I can get away with more that weekend with mom. What do you mean? We were, we were down the lobby, and she's like, You want anything to eat down here, baby? Huh, baby? <laughs> Thank you. Thank uh-huh, you. Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, I want dibs. Can and you and buy me she's some like, dibs? You want some, you want some dibs, baby? Oh, my God. Thank you. And, of course, you. <gasps> yeah. 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 I'll get what I want. <sighs> um, quick thing about the bikes and the tire. Everyone asked me, what tire did I choose? So we ran Pirelli MX-32 Midsoft. Dude, I'm telling you guys right now. I ride all different kinds of tires. I test a lot of tires. And, and I, I like Dunlops. There's nothing wrong with Dunlops. I hate the MX-33 front. Hate it. I don't put my kid on that. So his Honda, we mix-matched. We put a Dunlop 3S on the front. And I'm going to ask you this, and you tell me the honest truth. A 3S on the front of the Honda, and then he had a Pirelli MX-32 rear on the on the Honda. And then on his YZ125, we had Pirelli's MX-32 Midsoft on both front and rear. Now, which which bike felt like it had more traction? Honestly. My Honda felt like it had more traction. And, and, and I understand that. So he has a 3S front, and then, of course, it's a four-stroke. It's going to have more traction. It's going to feel more planted. But for me, when Washugal gets that hacked out, you know that rut, that S corner? Yeah. Just gets all gack, 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 gack. Huge Your pothole at the end. Potholes. You got square edge. You got acceleration bumps, and it's down to the rock, down to that hard pack. The Pirelli's carcass is amazing. You don't feel half as, half as what you feel on a Dunlop. The Dunlop will last a little bit longer, but the carcass is harder, and I don't get as much front-wheel traction or lean angle um, on the MX-3S like I do a Pirelli MX-32. So that is the plan for Loretta's. I'm going to run a Pirelli MX-32 on all of our bikes. That's what we're going to run. I might even run a scoop tire on the rear for you for the first moto. If you have an early moto and it's mud, we're running straight scoops, dude. Scoops. Yeah, we're running scoops. Skips. Scoops is Skipsy. Scoops is uh, almost like a paddle tire, and you're gonna, dude. It's gonna explode off the gate. It comes out of corners. It's insane. So that's what we plan on doing for Loretta's. That's what we did for Washugo. So if you guys are looking for a tire that I like personally, look into the Pirelli MX32 Mid Soft at Washugo. I like that tire for the carcass feeling and the lean angle. Run that tire if you're on a 125. 13.5, if you're on a bigger bike, 250 or 450, run 14 PSI. It sounds like a lot, but that carcass is soft, so you're going to want to run a higher pressure. And just check it throughout the day, of course. You know, if you have a, you, two three hours between your motos, it's sunny, go back, recheck your tire pressure, make sure it's back at it 14. So that's what we're doing for Loretta's. That's what we did for Washugal. Two things I want to mention before you get out of here today, and we'll talk about the 2021 Kawasaki's. Predictions for Loretta's, A and B class. 
I don't know if you guys are familiar with what the amateur class is. I know Steve sure is ain't. He doesn't know anything. All he knows is Carson Mumford. I know I have my picks for the A and B. I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna, you know, let me start first. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. So open pro sport, Hardy Munoz. Hardy Munoz is gonna kill it. He's gonna do good. He is a MTF kid. He rides with Colleen, I think. And I actually met a kid from Texas that rides back there in the 85 class. And Liam's class was a really nice kid, man. I told his dad, I go, dude, you got a nice kid. Like, he talked to me. He was like, you know, he's 15. And he's just like, yeah, I live in MTF by myself. He's like, my parents let me live there, you know, and Colleen helps me. Millsaps, Davy's mom, she runs that, in case you don't know. I did not know that. Um, he's just a good dude. Really good, good kid. And I just told his dad, I go, man, you got a really cool kid, like nice kid. Um, but Hardy Munoz will dominate open pro sport in the B class. This is good. I feel like some of these B kids are faster than A kids right now. There's a lot of good star kids, but I'm going with Idaho's own Chance Hymas. Chance Hymas takes the B title at Loretta's. What you got? Top. I'm gonna name top three. On, so, in what B or A? B. Go ahead. In B, the star kids. Star kids are gonna be hard to beat. They've got good bikes. We know this. Well, Romano's gonna be hard to beat. Romano's good, but he's he's wi- he's wishy washy. Uh, sometimes he can crash and then just not do so good. So, I think Chance will win. Yes. Chance, Hymas, you're picking Chance too. Chance. Of course you I'm would. I'm going to go I'm going to go with Romano second, Yoder third. Yoder. Yoder. I like Hunter. I like Hunter a lot. Yoder's a good kid. Another good family. Great family. Um That's going to be tough. LeBlanc's good too, dude. LeBlanc is good. Uh Yoder beat LeBlanc in Utah. And what about Jet? Yoder beat Jet too, I think. No, Jet beat Yoder at Utah. Jet Reynolds is good, people. That'll be top five, probably. But I feel like Chance is just a more solid pick. Like, he's just solid. He's not going to make the huge mistakes. He might not win, but he'll be in the mix, all the motos. So, Chance Hymas, that's my guy in B-class. Hardy Munoz coming out of nowhere. If you don't know who Hardy Munoz says, look him up on Instagram. Good dude, fast, deceiving. Hardy Munoz. And another shout-out to Boston Boots. Dude, Bootsy. Bootsy. We met – me and Aiden just find these guys that we like their names. We were we were at Paul, and we are driving home from practice. And I'm looking at, like, all, like, Open Pro Sport guys, 250A guys. And I come over to Open Pro Sport, and there's this dude named Boston Boots. And we're like, hell yes. That dude's sick. want to meet this guy. So we never knew anything about him. So then I'm freaking out on the star line. And, uh, Liam had a, a, a race after the open pro sport, and we see, and I see Boots Fly Racing 885. And I just was stoked. I went up and introduced myself on the line. I go, hey, man, I'm Kiefer. I'm a big fan. I like you. I like his style. He's a good kid. Uh, he was like really thankful, really nice kid. And then I had you go up to him and talk. Right before to- he's about to take off. I know. Like- he's probably like, who are these people? And I was like, Dude, I'm about to go off. And I'm like, we're just like, we're freaking out. We're like, Boston Boots. People are like, what are these dudes? Dude, t- Boston Boots ripped the fattest hole he shot. He did. After we talked to him, he ripped a hole shot. It was, it was good luck. It was yeah. good luck. So Boston Boots, shout out to Boston. He's from Utah. Found out that he rides with Chance a lot. 
and uh, I don't know if Boston made it to Loretta's or not. I don't. I don't think he made it in that class there, but he might have already made it in some other class. So I don't know either. We'll have to look that up. But if you guys see Boston Boots and Loretta's, shout him out. Good, good kid. He likes uh, Volkswagen Beetles. It's sick. He's into that. I like. I like kids that are into different kind of shit. You don't see these kids nowadays into a VW Beetle. Do you even know what that is? Isn't it a truck? Oh my! This is what I'm saying, people. This is my kid. This is my life. It's a freaking car, Aiden. Old car. Look I, it up. I just a want v- you to know, dude. If you go on Boston Boots' Instagram, there's a picture of the VW Beetle in the snow. His caption is "Tinder saw it first. I don't Re- know about all that. Maybe res- Boston's. Maybe I'm out on Boston now. Dude, no. Boston <laughs> Boots is still sick. So anyway, that is uh, we just Aiden and I find like Nick Fratzor. I like that name. That's a cool name. Who, who's the guy? Who's the guy in our hotel? We saw his sisters at uh, uh I don't store. Know. <gasps> I don't know. There's, it was there's like Fernando we just find these names like and we end up befriending these people just because we like the names. And then actually, what happens is they end up being really cool and uh, we become friends. So yeah, it's it's fun. So that's our predictions for Loretta's. That was our weekend. We drove home. I slept the whole way. God, you are a piece of trash. You know that. <laughs> you sleep. Oh, I got a ticket. I'm just I'm privileged. I'm just gonna sleep all the way home. Bullshit. Come on, you dude. You had the option to sleep, and mom drove. Mom drove. I had to work. So this this is another thing I want to touch on. He was freaking out when mom was driving. Well, we had that accident, right? Yeah. People know. If you guys don't know about our accident, we had a bad accident last year, and it was. I didn't even know this, Aiden, but it's been a year since that accident, and mom hasn't driven the Sprinter van. And and when I told her to drive, it was the year to the day. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yesterday, when we were driving home, was the year to the day of mom's accident. Oh. So I, I get a little nervous, but I have to work. And this is what I want to talk to you families about that do this. You guys are insane. You amateur national families are hardcore. I don't know what you guys do for a living. I don't know. But it's a lot of work. Like Chance and his buddies are like, hey, come up and train with us. And I, I go, I got to work, dude. Like I don't know what these other parents are doing. And I know they live up there, but I, I got to go to work. So with my job, I have to continue to put stuff up. So it's a, it is a gnarly grind to travel, work, get stuff done, make sure you're okay, make sure your mom okay, make sure I'm paying attention to you, make sure I'm paying attention to mom. All these things, it is a hard, hard thing to do. And I respect the families that are out there grinding it out for their children, their children, I said children, 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 that are putting everything out there on the line. LeBlanc's family? We heard that LeBlanc's parents, family is. parents are just sending it for him. You know, they're putting it out there. They're working. You know, they're helping the team. They're doing stuff. That's cool, man. Like, that's a lot of pressure. And you guys, you kids don't know that kind of shit because you just see what's in front of you. So I think that's why parents, some parents blow up on their children when they don't do good because they're putting a lot of effort, time, slash money into you, kids. I'm not that way. I'm like, I want you to try. I want you to do good. And if you don't do good, I'm fine with it as long as you try and bust your ass. If you get beat, I'm cool with it. But I want you to work for me. That's what I need you to do. I'm working for you, so you repaying me is to bust your ass. You try on the track. You come home, wash your bike, get your gear done. You bust your ass for me. So gnarly drive home, 16 hours. I'm on there. I got... You know, we're going to talk about the Kawasaki. I'm on a Kawasaki, you know, uh, what do they call those calls? 
Team Green. Zoom call. I'm on a Zoom call looking at the new Kawasaki's with, with Kawasaki. Uh, I'm trying to get that up on the website. I'm trying to get some content up. It, it's a lot of work, and I respect all you parents out there that do it day in and day out. It's crazy, man. Like, ugh, man, that's gnarly work. So we got home yesterday at 4 p.m., and we went to ride today. It's a grind. We washed bikes when we got home, got some, got the house ready, unloaded the van. I got some work done in the office, and we went back out to State Fair today to ride. Crazy. That's and you slept. And you tried to sleep, but I got you up because I pinch. We'll get you. You know See, what I'm saying? It, was, it wasn't a pinch. It was a radio. Before we get off with you, and you're going to leave here in a minute, What what is the best part about riding a dirt bike for you? Not 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 for me, but what is – because you just didn't – you haven't really been into it until maybe the last year and a half. You know, because I, I took you to Loretta's qualifier – you didn't make it. I wasn't really into it then. I know. I'm just. I'm. What changed? Like what? What changed? You're 14 now, but what changed in the last two years since you were 12 and a half or so? Because people are saying that I've gotten way better, and knowing that even like Travis Preston says, like you've gotten way better since the last time I've seen you ride, and I think that if I train hard and try my best, then maybe just maybe. This might go somewhere. Right. And if it doesn't, then you have this for an outlet. Yeah. When you get older and you're an adult and you got bills and you got stresses, riding a dirt bike, and this is what I want you to learn, riding your dirt bike will relieve that stress. At least it does for me, and I know it does a lot of for my listeners and people that I talk to. It's a stress reliever. It's fun. That's what the most important thing is. It's fun. You know, I want you to always remember that when you're on the line. This is a fun deal. Yes, it's serious. Yes, we want to do good, but it's fun, you know? So the only reason why you you like riding because people say you're good now? No. I have fun, like, doing motos. What's the best feeling to you on a dirt bike? Throwing a fat whip. I haven't seen a fat whip out of you ever. I've thrown fat whips. You know Stop I have. Stop it. Leadville. Leadville MX. You want a new uh, mm-hmm. who, who scrubs it harder, who whips it harder? Me. You want to relive Cal City again? What do we want to do? Dude, you just hit my back tire, okay? Hey, some dude hit your back tire the other day, too, and you're like, whoa. That's because I jumped into him. Mm. But anyway, I scrubbed this jump at Cal City. Aiden's trying to be all cocky, because this is what Aiden does, right? We told that story. And then I got to check his ass, so I went right next to him and scrubbed it and whipped it into it, and I hit, I, my rear end hit his uh, rear tire. I was just getting right. I was boner. I was boner. No, see, it, here dude. we go. All the crap talking. So, all right. Well, thank you, Aiden. Good luck to you, and the training starts. Well, it's been starting, but you bonked a little bit today in the heat. We got some work to do there. You're going to run with mom when she gets home here in about 30 minutes. Uh, he so is on she a, said I have to wear a hoodie. Yep. We're on a three- to four-day-a-week riding schedule. We are leaving early to go to Loretta's. We plan on going through Texas to Oklahoma to ride at old Trey Kennard. I think it's the old Trey Kennard place. Uh, Greg Albertson runs it. Deep dirt, and then we'll move towards A-Ray's house and ride some Tennessee dirt, and then we're going early, and we're going to go Loretta. So for those of you guys tweeting me and Instagramming me, hey, come to my place, I would love to if I had more time. Trust me, there's nothing more fun for me than riding new tracks. But I'm going to try to go back east and get him at least three to four days on some dirt. That's our plan. That's what I want to do. Three to four days of riding on some deep, ruddy dirt in the humidity and the heat. That's another thing I want to get you Kind of like so you kind of mentally know what it's all about because today yeah hundred degrees 
but dry. Imagine 100 degrees with 90% humidity. <sighs> you fall. You're like, oh, why am I riding dirt bikes again? <laughs> and you're like, oh, God. So that's our plan. That was the regional and watch Google people. Thank you for supporting us. And you know what? Andy Harrington, Regis. Thank you, Regis. Thank you so much for helping Aiden. I am not a handout person. I do not like handouts. I don't want to take anything. But he was up my ass. He specifically wanted to help you. And he wants to give you a little bit of money to go to Loretta. So I thought that was really cool. I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. So, and and then there's another gentleman out there. His name is TJ. TJ also was really adamant about helping us. So thank you, TJ. Thank you, Regis. And no, we're not looking for any money. I don't need anything. I'm going to work. You're going to work. We're going to get there. It may not be the most lavish things, but we're going to handle it. We're going to do it. And uh, it should be fun. Family experience. And we're going to keep you. I don't want to do every show about Loretta's. I know we've been doing a lot of that because it's kind of a, a downtime with testing, with new bikes starting to come out. But we're ramping up again for more testing. But you probably will not hear... Maybe we might do one more Loretta special before we go, but we do not hear anything until after Loretta's. We'll do a podcast. We'll wrap it up. And if you guys are wondering, yes, we are leaving two weeks, so there might not be a lot of stuff up on KieferInkTesting.com in those two weeks. But as you guys know, I'll always answer my emails if I have service. Hopefully have a little bit. I can get get back to you guys on the emails when I'm in Loretta's and help you out with your bikes, your problems, your parts that you may want to get. That's what we do over here at KieferInkTesting.com. Blue collar guys, come over here. Check us out. It's a no bullshit way to get your information, and that's what we pride ourselves on. So KieferInkTesting.com, Chris at KieferInkTesting.com, and we will handle your issues. Thank you, Aiden, and uh, now go do the dishes. All right, Denim. All right, Denim. Trash? All right, Denim. Go and load the bikes out of the van. Thank you. Bye. Bye. We'll be back with KX. 250, 450, and off-road lineup talk. Stay tuned. All-American Chevrolet in Colleen, Texas is a proud supporter of Keeper Inc. and invites everyone to experience the difference for all of your Chevy sales and service needs. Mention Keeper Inc. and get 50% off your next oil change and a front-end alignment at no charge. Remember, whether you're hauling your bikes to the weekend track, trail, or race, or commuting to the job that pays for your moto habit, we have the truck to get you there in style. Visit us online anytime at ChevyColleen.com. That's All-American Chevrolet of Colleen. Chevy, find new roads. FMF, fast mother, bleep, nah, flying machine factory, that's what it stands for, go to fmfracing.com, you got a four stroke, two stroke, they've got what you need, trust me, older two stroke pipes and silencers, they have it, they still make them, you got a newer four stroke, you want some extra horsepower, they got that too, but most importantly, if you guys want to look cool at the track, maybe you want to make your chick look cool. You want to wear a cool hat, or you're a two-stroke guy, and you want a shirt that says mixing gas and hauling ass. Go to fmfracing.com. They got a whole merch section. Trust me, it's real. there's a lot of stuff over there. It looks pretty cool. So Kiefer Inc. 19 saves you some money on the merch. I suggest you go do it. I have a two-stroke shirt, and I don't even wear freaking two-stroke shirts. That's how cool this thing is. So. Go to fmfracing.com, save yourself some money, and of course, if you have any problems, you have any concerns, hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com, 
and hopefully I can guide you in the right direction on FMF products. I know a lot about them, so trust me, they're good, quality built. There's even a guy back in the diner room you probably never heard of. His name is George. He is a wizard. He is the one just grinding away, doing all of the dino testing, handing the, the stuff off to me at times to test. He's a smart dude. FMFRacing.com. Go visit the site. It's a cool site. Go get some merch. Save yourself some money with Kiefer Inc. Thank you, guys. Just because you're older, guys, doesn't mean you should stop racing. Look, I'm 43 years old. I love racing. I love it. So there is a club, Old Timers MX. More importantly, Oregon Old Timers MX. There are some races happening that are fun. You get long motos, and you get to hang out with your buddies and go home happy. Your wife will be happy because you'll be happy. So do it. Arizona Canyon MX Park, February 29th through March 1st. And then we got another one coming up, SoCal Glen Helen. Oh, man, you know I'll be there. April 18th to the 19th. The whole schedule is up on OregonOldTimers.com. They go to Nevada. They go to Montana. They go to Washington. Even British Columbia. Even Hangtown. Go check them out. OregonOldTimers.com. And if you guys end up going to these races, the first five guys that sign up and list Kiefering Testing as a sponsor, show me the proof on my email. I will reimburse your entry fee. The first five guys. That's right. That's how committed I am for you guys out there to go race. Don't be this old dude that sits at home and doesn't want to go ride, doesn't go race. Go do it. OregonOldTimers.com. Canyon's coming up. Arizona and Glen Helen. I will see you guys at Glen Helen. First five guys, show me proof. Chris at KeeperingTesting.com. I'll reimburse your entry forms. Crazy! Have you guys checked out BloodLubricants.com? If you haven't, BLUDLubricants.com. Go check them out. Three new series of oils, Blood Power Sport Series, the Blood Racing Pro Series, and the Blood Racing Pro Elite Series. I have Michael Allen here with me. We've been doing two different types of oils in our test bike. Mike has been doing the Blood Power Sport Series. Everything going good there? Everything's going good. I use it in all our test bikes, the ones that I prep and maintain. And uh, it runs a little cooler than production oils. And uh, I know you've done some testing with that. Yeah, so basically before Jeff and the guys came on board, I had to check legitimacy of this stuff. Because um, I didn't want no crap involved in keyframe testing. Um, honestly, tried it. Was very surprised about the oil. Did some temperature readings. It was a little over 30 degrees cooler in my YZ450F compared to some other oils I've been running. So the stuff is good. They sponsor over 250 racers from Enduro, Enduro Cross, Hair Scrambles, UTVs, Supercross now. They got some Supercross guys. So go check them out. Bloodlubricants.com. Use the discount code KEFER. And get some percentage off your oils. They'll ship them to you. Probably get a hat or two. You know, Jeff's a good dude. Go check him out. Bloodlubricants.com. Screenprintingdone.com. You guys looking to make up some shirts, hoodies, or hats with a logo on it? Or maybe you want a logo made up for your business and you want to transfer that over to some t-shirts? Go to screenprintingdone.com. Neil over there is a writer. He owns the company. He is a rad human being. And he is here to hook you guys up. Order 12 shirts and get 10 for free. They have all different kinds of shirts, hoodies, hats, different fabrics, all different kinds of stuff. Go hit them up, screenprintingdone.com. Tell them Kiefer sent you and get 10 free shirts. 
Be sure to say Kiefer. That's right, Kiefer and ScreenPrintingDone.com. Go check them out. Thanks, Neil. FirepowerParts.com. Excellent batteries, longer life. They're great batteries. I have them in all my test bikes. And, hey, they make chains, very good chains. My chain on my YZ450F is about 12 hours deep, still good. And, of course, they have oil, too. Firepowerparts.com. They keep adding new products to their line. So go check out the website. It's very cool, firepowerparts.com. Hey, you guys looking to get a KTM? You want to get the best price on one? Carson City Motorsports is Northern Nevada's largest KTM and Husqvarna dealership. That's right, Husqvarna's as well. They have the largest KTM and Husqvarna inventory around with their new 10,000-square-foot vehicle showroom, making it easy to find whatever you are looking for. Head over to Carson City Motorsports. It's the only Northern Nevada Arctic Cat dealership as well. And, of course, mention my name and get a special deal on either a KTM, Arctic Cat, or a Husqvarna. Hit me up over at chris at keferinktesting.com, and I'll get you in touch with the guys over at Carson City Motorsports and get you down the road with a new motorcycle. Hey, did you crash? Or maybe you're just looking for a different handlebar bend. Go to protaper.com and go look at the Evo and Fusion line handlebars. I run the Fusion on the KTM 450, and I run the Evo on the YZ450F. Doesn't matter what you are. You like crossbars. You don't want a crossbar. Pro Taper has it. They got grips. Dude, they got some nice, soft grips. I'm a half waffle soft guy. Greatest grips ever. Go check them out. The race cut grips. Come on. I am an SX Race Evo and Fusion guy. So go check them out. ProTaper.com. And if you guys are wondering about handlebar dimensions, go to KeeferInkTesting.com. There's a complete article on which handlebar dimension is best for your bike. Go search around. It's a fun article. Keyfring testing, it's a great place to do it. You know what else is? ProTaper. ProTaper.com. Maybe you're at home or in the car and you listen to the Kiefer Tested Podcast. Maybe you already own a home. Maybe you're looking to purchase. You know what? Rates are down, so maybe you should try refinancing now. I know Heather and I just did. You can pull cash out, debt consolidation, or... Maybe you just need some credit score advice. Deal with a professional that has been in the business for 25 years, dude. And this guy rides. He's a good dude. Zach Morris. No, not saved by the bell, Zach Morris. He's licensed in California, Nevada, and Colorado. You can call or text Zach at Plum Creek Funding, 720-212-4685. If you guys have any questions about Zach, hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com, or just simply text him yourself, 720 212 Four six eight five Plum Creek Funding. Zach Morris, hit him up. Okay, guys, I'm back. Little quick thing about the Kawasaki KX 450 and 250, as well as Kawasaki also announced their off-road lineup, which is called the KX 450 XC 250 XC. It's basically a hybrid motorcycle, right? Still closed course competition. 18-inch rear wheel, different valving in the fork and shock as well as a kickstand, still has the motocross-style fuel tank, as well as ECU settings. So the only thing that's different about the ECU settings is the off-road models come with the black coupler, which is the rich coupler, which will make it smoother, which makes sense. But as far as a wide 
ratio transmission. Kawasaki hasn't done this at that time with this bike. But nonetheless, at least there is an option for you off-road guys. I get a lot of you that email me and say, hey, man, I'm a 60-40 type of guy. What should I do? Hopefully, I get to test these things here in the next few weeks. Probably when I get back from Loretta's, we'll do a test. I plan on go out in the desert here and then as well as a motocross track to see how this thing works. If it's anything like the FX, it's going to be a really good bike. I'm not a huge fan of the transmission on the FX, so I'm low-key kind of happy that Kawasaki didn't mess with the transmission on the KX. Um, I'm sorry, on the on the XC models because I like the KX transmission. So as you guys know, everyone's going to bitch and complain about they should have this, they should have that. Let's just be happy that Kawasaki is making machines, more machines, specifically for other consumers. Let's try to get more people in the sport. And if that's what it takes, I'm all for it. We're going to test these suckers out and really hone in and see what they're all about. The big news is with Kawasaki in 2020 is all new KX250. It has a new powerful engine, electric start, cone, disc, spring, hydraulic clutch, a new aluminum perimeter frame, and of course, different suspension and brake components. Of course, what they're really focusing in on right now, what Kawasaki's doing, they lengthen the rod three millimeters. And what that tells me is they're going towards more peak horsepower and not low-end feeling. Uh, I looked over some of the specs as well, what they're doing, uh, the longer connecting rod, the lighter crankshaft design. You know what that What they're trying to do with that longer rod is get a longer pulling power and more chug ability, but they're lightening the crankshaft to get it to spool up quick, to have that light, quick revving feel. So you will see more and more companies, I feel like, going the KTM direction as far as engine feel. The KTM Husqvarna doesn't have a lot of low end. It's pretty smooth, but man, mid to top end, it really takes off and is really an amazing machine. So we're going to get these bikes here fairly soon, man. I think it's going to be right around the time. They're out right now in the dealerships. You guys want deals on a Kawasaki, KTM, Email me, chris at keyforinktesting.com. I can get you the best deal on one through Power Motorsports. These dudes are solid. I actually got a couple of my buddies, uh, a Yamaha and a Kawasaki. They delivered them to here in California, and it was dirt cheap. The whole thing, dirt cheap, is amazing. I'm like, I can't believe it's that inexpensive to get a bike and get it shipped and not have to even go to the dealership and screw with anything, and these guys do it all. So... Power Motorsports, email me. I'll get you guys a a discount and get you in contact over there. But overall, Kawasaki is looking to improve on their bike. And I really liked their 2020 KX250. If it wasn't, man, it's tough for me to choose. I really like a Yamaha first. I love a KTM. But if I had to choose, I would really like to ride a KX250 more if it had a little bit more bottom end. Now, it kind of is uh, contradictory to what I was just talking about with the, the longer connecting rod and these things that Kawasaki is focusing on. But if you think about it, most people that ride 250s try to wring their necks out. They try to ride mid to top end, and that's where the, the focus is in the horsepower. There's not a lot of people riding these things below 7,000 RPM unless you're a vet guy. So... Kudos to Kawasaki for actually, 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 I say it twice because it's been waiting a long time, people, 
Electric start. I mean, Suzuki should follow suit, but man, it is nice to have an electric start on a 250, and they finally are doing this, and um, they're losing weight in the process. The Kawasaki is losing weight. They're reducing weight on the crankshaft. Um, and the pressure balance has been revised, so all these little things are making for a low friction, more free-feeling, longer revving KX250, and of course, you can still tune it up. That's the DFI couplers. You can go into your Kawasaki tool. It has launch control. Uh, it's using the KX450 slim aluminum perimeter frame. And what's what's really cool that I like, um, and maybe you guys aren't big fans of it, but they lower the triple clamp design. And what that does, it really helps steer in what I call area one of the corner. And that is very important on a 250 for me to have that lightweight feeling. Um, new linkage ratios. Again, they went back to a smaller diameter rear disc. Hallelujah, because that 250 mil rear disc was, sorry, Kawasaki, was a piece of trash. It squeaked. It was grabby. I couldn't do anything into my corner. I couldn't even break into my corners without it locking up and skidding the rear end around. So I went back to a 240. That's what they're doing in 2021. So that is nice. They have a new KX450 front style master cylinder. So that's cool. The KYB forks and shock. And not to be outdone. Now they come with one and one eighth rental fat bar handlebars. How about that? Say goodbye to seven eighths, people. Now this whole debate about seven eighths, what's better? What should I do? Well, it's gone. RIP 7.8 handlebars. Now we're on 101.8 handlebars. The fat bar bend is an 839 bend. K839. So you can look it up on rental.com. But that's what the Kawasaki guys are using. Slimmer radiator shroud. A flatter design on the fuel tank where the, the seat meets. Um, it has little gold finishes on the oil cap and the generator cover plugs. So basically an all-new KX250 MSRP $8,299. They're available now, shockingly enough. Dealers have them before us media guys do. And man, if uh, <laughs> if I'm other media outlets, they get very pissed off. I, I don't really care. I understand this is how it goes. But man, some of these other media guys will go purchase a, uh, a bike from a dealership and do a review just to get it up first. That means nothing. It doesn't matter. It's a good review, a thorough review, how settings, all these things that these other guys don't do, and this is what we do over here. So um, it's not about getting it up first. I understand this is the way of the world right now. Everyone wants their shit now, but sometimes you might want to wait a little bit to get the correct information and the most thorough information. So we will do that as soon as we get ours. We will go over it, get some settings, initial impressions, initial settings for you guys, and as always... I will ride the shit out of this thing. We'll dial it in. If we need to put heavier springs or change the ECU or whatever it is that we need to do, we will dial it in. The KX450, guys, look it. Not a lot going on here. It was new a couple years ago. Good bike to me. Best bump absorption in the class. The frame on the Kawasaki is amazing. The linear power feel is very good. It has a new dry film lubricant coating on the piston skirt, so a.k.a. durability. A larger diameter clutch plate, plate, sorry, and revised friction material. We've had some problems with the clutch being grabby, being on-off feeling, so I think some of that will help with that. 
and new cone disc spring hydraulic clutch. So a little bit different hydraulic clutch than we had in the 2020. And I think the focus for me and what I've talked to the guys at Kawasaki, they really try to focus in on getting the longer linear clutch pull feel, similar to a cable, but with the life of a hydraulic clutch. If there's one thing I can't stand about a hydraulic clutch is how on-off feel it is, especially on starts. It's tough to really predict your starts with a hydraulic clutch. And I, I really don't have a problem with cable, but I think the demand is out there to have a hydraulic clutch. The perception of the consumer is the hydraulic clutch is better. I'm not really sold on that idea, but if you can make a long linear throw with this hydraulic clutch and have it feel like a cable, out of all the clutches, last year it felt similar, the Kawasaki felt similar, more similar to a cable pull, like a Yamaha. So the Brembo is a little bit on-off feeling for me, and this this Nissan hydraulic unit that they had on the 2020 was, to me, a little bit better, but the lever shape sucks. I'm not really a fan of the small blades that Kawasaki comes with, so I don't see a change in that when I'm reading the material here, so that'll be the same, but... Let's get a longer, more linear feel on this clutch, and it'll be a lot better for everyone out there. So that is good. So overall, very cool things coming from Kawasaki. We'll get more announcement from other people this week, a.k.a. Yamaha will have theirs up, I think, Friday. And I know you guys have been waiting for the Honda. That will be coming shortly as well. So I'm pretty sure Honda will have one on display at Loretta's. So if you're at Loretta's, you might want to go dip in on the Honda rig and see if there's a Honda there. But Kawasaki, doing it right. 250s are developing. And the guys over in the RD department, if you guys may know, um, Travis and Borky, those dudes are strong R&D riders. They've been around for a while. They both ride. They're enthusiasts. And I like when manufacturers have good test riders. That, that can't be said for every manufacturer, okay? Um, I would say most of the manufacturers have solid test guys, but when uh, you have guys that are in-house test riders like, like Travis and Borky, it's cool to see the progress that these machines have over time. Look, arguably, that 450KX is one of the best machines out there. A lot of emails come in, hey, what should I get a Yamaha for, and a, and, or a green bike? Uh Sometimes, honestly, like I throw them in the direction of a green bike just because of how planted that bike is, how easy it is to ride. Maybe it doesn't turn in as good as a Yamaha for me, but definitely more stable than a Yamaha, more planted, doesn't have the suspension as a Yamaha, but there's a lot of good things about that bike. If I wasn't really, if I was just going to purchase a bike, and I've always talked about this, what would you buy? And I said, man, a KTM is really good, but I got to put a fork on it. I got to do this. I love a KTM when it's done. I can't buy it that way, right? So I would purchase a Cowie or a Yamaha. Only thing I worry about a Cowie is, is durability at times, but I think we've kind of proved that over here that we ride the shit out of our bikes and haven't had that much problems. I've seen and heard that there's been some crank issues out there at the KX450 in 2020. So um, if you guys have that problem or had that problem, email me. Let me know about it because I haven't experienced that with uh, my bikes over here. But that doesn't mean it's not happening. So um, email me, Chris, at keyforinktesting.com. I'm an open book. Tell me about your story, about your bike, and I can try to talk to the Kawasaki guys. So 
Um, when I do see them, I obviously mention what goes through keyforinktesting.com and what how much emails I get and the sheer volume of emails about Kawasaki. If there is a problem, I could talk to him about it. So, um, But for me, right now, Kawasaki is doing a great job of developing their bikes and getting bikes that are good for a wide range of riders. I like that as well. So there's not just one type of guy out there that that needs one type of bike. There's all different shapes, sizes, abilities. So the Kawasaki fits a wide range of people. So I like that a lot. And now that they got uh, this XC lineup, that's even better for the hybrid type of rider. I know my kid is up my ass about a KLX 140. I'm sure, uh, man, I'd love to get one of those too. It'd be a good pit bike. So um, Kawasaki.com, you can go check it out and uh, view the bikes now. They're up in your dealerships. You can go to Power Motorsports right now and check that out. But we'll be testing those suckers very soon, and that'll be up on our website. And, of course, it'll be up on a podcast, and you guys can listen to it. And, of course, not to be outdone, said that twice, this podcast, RacerX Films, RacerXOnline.com. You can check out the videos that I will be doing with all the new bikes. And, yes, we will be doing shootouts. So, I might combine the keyforinktesting.com as well as a racerxonline.com shootout this year, 250, 450. Keyforinktesting.com will do an off-road shootout in 2021. You guys have been up my ass about it. I've been telling you I was going to do it, and I haven't done it. I haven't kept my word, so I'm going to do that in 2021 since there's so many great different types of off-road machines out there. So let's do an off-road podcast. Let's do an off-road shootout. Let's do a hybrid shootout. That would be fun. So we're going to do that. Well, that about wraps it up for this show. Thank you guys for joining me. Thank you guys for listening to my son and I. And, of course, any questions, you guys know the email. As always, if it takes a little bit while to get back to you, be patient. I will do so. Sometimes I'm just a little bit busy. I got a lot of testing, personal testing for keyforinktesting.com this week, as well as I got a 14-year-old son that's racing like a son of a bitch. So tough times right now over at keyforinktesting.com. Got to adapt. Got to adapt and overcome, people. So we will. We'll get some more info up for you. And, of course, support all of our sponsors. They're great people. They have great products. If you have any questions about them, anything at all, hit me up on my email. I'm happy to answer them for you. They wouldn't be on this podcast if they were pieces of crap. I'm going to tell you that right now. I've turned down other people. I don't want their money. I appreciate solid human beings as well as great products. And that is what... All of these guys on this show is, especially um, if you guys listen to these commercials that I've done. Some of them are old, yes, but nonetheless, there is discount codes to be had on most of them. Not everything, but I can get you in contact with people and uh, hopefully save you guys some money on the right part. So thank you guys for joining me. I will see you next week. We'll have some more bike information as well. As we're going to hit up some used bikes, we did this a long time ago, but that was a big episode. I can see by the download numbers, we're going to talk about more used bikes that are available, that are cheaper, that are good used buys. So we're going to talk about that as well. So we'll see you on the flip.